Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about the latest film from the MCU, and that is Eternals. So this movie chronicles the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and it shaped its history and civilizations. So this movie is one that I was very excited for in the lead up to it. I had no idea what the Eternals were, uh, the important storylines or characters or any of their place in the Marvel like universe, cinematic or otherwise. And so that kind of ambiguity was something that was really exciting to me because for years now, anytime I go to see a Marvel movie, I pretty much know the gist of it. You know, I I know like most of the main characters, any Easter eggs, I'm usually able to pick up on them, the uh, things that they're seeding for future stories, you know, pretty much all of it. I have a pretty comprehensive knowledge of the Marvel Universe, so a lot of the stuff that they have been exploring for the last like 10 years is stuff that I know pretty well. But now I've been really excited with these last two movies, in particular Eternals and Shang-Chi, that they're expanding and moving the universe in a whole new direction. So I was very excited to see a movie where I had no idea anything about any of it. And I think that um, that, for the most part, was a good experience. Uh, I think going into it, you know, not knowing anything it can be a little bit overwhelming to like think of all of it, you know, and like be like, okay, this person is this and this, this being is this and and they call this race, this and this race, this and like how you, you know, like kind of keeping all that straight. Um, I I do kind of know, like I know Eternals and I know that they face off against Deviants and I know what Celestials are and all that stuff. Like I couldn't tell you any character names or like I said, any big storylines or anything, but I kind of had like a little bit of a gist of just some of the the broader like names of the races and stuff. So I think that might've helped me a little bit. I could definitely see a general audience member being very confused by a lot of this, though. Um, However, I would say this is one of the few times where I kind of like text at the beginning of the film. In general, I'm not a big advocate for any scene or text that's at the beginning of a movie that kind of kills the mystery of the rest of the movie. Like if you start out being one step ahead of the characters and one step ahead of the plot as it's unfolding, I think that's a kind of shitty way to experience a film. But in this case, it kind of plays more as a stylistic decision. And I actually kind of liked it because it gives you a handy kind of summary of all the different terms that you're going to be hearing a lot throughout the course of the film without a character stopping, turning to the camera and like explaining everything in one big expository scene. And I also liked it because it gives you sort of a storybook type of deal to like there's a it's almost like, you know, we're setting the stage, we're giving you an introduction. And now here's the the tale of these characters. I kind of liked it. Um, But then once we actually get into the film, I, I really enjoyed it. uh, Genuinely going past the superficial stuff of like what you do and don't know about the characters and how that might infect your affect your enjoyment level of the film. I think this this is actually really overhated. I think there's been kind of a general like tendency in the media to categorize this as like one of the worst Marvel movies so far and like all this stuff. And and a lot of that's based on Rotten Tomatoes. And and I mean, I personally, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's kind of a bullshit system. And the way that 
it works is is not how people think it is it basically it's an aggregate so any review that's slightly positive even slightly so we're talking like a 5.1 out of 10 you know what i mean like just right over half that will go as a fresh rating and anything that's even slightly negative that will go as a rotten rating so like it's very skewed and there's not a lot of room for nuance and i think that that's kind of bullshit because this movie's gaining a reputation as being like pretty bad and i don't think that's fair at all i think there's a lot about this movie that's very good i think the only major aspects of it that are lacking is that the story the way it's told can be a little bit drawn out and i think the pacing isn't always the best there's a lot of moments where i think that the intercutting between the modern day and some of their previous adventures is very well done and it comes at the right time but then as it keeps going um, kind of after you cross the halfway point of the film, I think that the past sequences sort of detract from what we're seeing in the future, or I mean in the present. And um, so you're like getting invested in this present story, and then you got to just grind that to a halt so you can go back to ancient Mesopotamia or wherever they are. And while that stuff is cool and it all looks great, I think as the movie moves towards its climax, it maybe could have jettisoned at least one of those sequences because it really starts to drag. This movie has a hefty runtime. It's almost two hours and 40 minutes. And I think that at some points doesn't feel deserved. At the same time, besides maybe losing one of those sequences or just tightening it up a little bit, I don't know how you could really cut like anything from this film. I mean, it has a lot of characters that it's trying to juggle and establish. It's got a lot of big concepts that it needs to explain to the audience. And it is um, it's a it's a it's a chronicle of of characters. I mean, it's chronicling their their experiences through millennia you know what i mean like it, it's got a lot of ground to cover and so i don't know it's kind of hard to to say like oh well you definitely could have lost that because i feel like then there's uh, a million other things where it's like well if we lose that then this doesn't make sense and you're like oh well i guess you kind of got to keep that in so i don't know it's 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 hard but um i don't think that that's really the important part and i think that that stuff kind of takes a backseat to the fact that the characters in this are very well done and the visuals as well really stood out to me. But let's talk about the characters first. I think that one of the major things that kind of worried me a little bit, despite how cool the trailers looked and despite how excited I was for this movie, was whether or not it'd be able to juggle such a large amount of characters. Um, none of them have been in previous films before, so you are establishing effectively 10 brand new characters to the audience, plus any of their side characters and supporting people, and that's that's just a lot. Um, there's movies that I've criticized in the past, superhero movies in particular. Um, one that brings to mind is Amazing Spider-Man, one or two, take your pick. I think it's asking a lot of the audience to care about like way too many characters. Um, and, and I think that that, that can uh, detract from a film if it's it can feel unfocused. And the fact that you are trying to cram so many characters into one movie means that some of them are left lacking. And I think that that just does a disservice to the story as a whole. But in this case, I think that they did a really good job of balancing all of them. They all have pretty distinct personalities. I like that they all have something that they're dealing with. And you get to see how they grow and change across like 
you know, huge spans of time periods. And sometimes that stuff can be funny. Sometimes it can be very affecting. Sometimes it can be heartwarming. Sometimes it can be truly sad. And I think that there is a really deft balancing act that they do here of giving everyone kind of enough. It's not like favored towards any one character. I mean, Cersei is definitely the main character, but it doesn't like completely tip everything in her direction. You still un- you still get the supporting characters of a lot of other people's worlds and you explore the kind of like sub relationships that form within this team and you get to like get a feel for all of them. So I think that that was actually pretty masterful and there's a lot of moments that I thought were were really affecting and were very well done. And I I mean it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy or anything. I don't think it does it quite as well, but I think that it it does a pretty good job for establishing all these characters from scratch and for it being such an out there idea. It's it's very well done. And there's so many moments that I thought they did such a good job of conveying the scale and scope of these people's problems they aren't dealing with things on the same level that someone like Iron Man or Captain America are. They're juggling entire planets, entire galaxies, races of people, and different like beings in their hands. They're taking orders from effectively directly from gods. And they have powers that could change the course of humanity forever. And the fact that they're not allowed to do that, that they just have to take a a seat on the sidelines and watch everything unfold in front of them, even though they know that they could make a change. It's, it's, uh, it's very interesting stuff. And I think they do a good job of exploring it with multiple characters, their struggles internally and externally with the amount of responsibility that's been placed on them and uh, the degree to which they can bend the rules and try to do something about it. it it's it's very well done truly i really really enjoyed a lot of the moments where they're grappling with their place in the universe it was just such you know big and mature themes that i never expected to see in a marvel movie and that really struck me of like how far we've come this is really amazing that we get to see these kind of stories being told in this universe and additionally, I think the visuals of this film really aid in making it like just fun to watch from the beginning to the end, regardless of some sometimes moments kind of slowing down and you feeling like, OK, we can kind of move this along. There is nothing that you could say uh, against the visual look of this film. I mean, really, it is beautiful and breathtaking. There's a lot of moments with with great scale. There's stuff where it's not even so overt, but Chloe Zhao directs the hell out of this movie. There's so many moments of great framing and great blocking. Um, One that struck me really near the end, that's just kind of fresh in my mind, but there's a lot of moments that are similar to it, um, is when um, uh, Fast Girl and Mind Control Boy put their heads together and they kind of form like a heart shape. And in between them is... um, perpetually a child girl um <laughs> that i thought was so well done because it's it gives you the the symbolism on both levels there's the the kind of heart shape and the closeness that's being shared by these two characters that have you know deep feelings for each other and then in between them is a girl who because of her situation and because of the way that she was created um can never experience something like that i mean 
it's just very well done. Little touches like that really elevate a movie like this. And just the, the amount of color that was in this and the amount of just sweeping, um, like amazing shots that there are. I really thought that this looked a lot better than a lot of Marvel movies. It's lit very well. The costumes really pop. There's a lot of moments where they get uh, really creative with how they use the powers and how they all work together. I thought it was good that the deviants were actually a little bit colorful and they had cool designs that I could identify one from the other. That was all very well done. I mean, there's a lot of movies, superhero movies in particular, where they just end up fighting like a gray faceless army. And I like that this wasn't that, that this had some personality and that this was pushing the look of uh, what a Marvel movie could be in a whole new direction. So overall, like I said at the beginning, I think that this is really getting a lot of heat for for not very well-deserved reasons. I definitely think that there are complaints that can be made. And I bet that if I watched it more than once, I'd probably start to have a lot more nitpicks and there'd be some things that bothered me. But I mean, really, I think that this movie is a lot better than people are giving it credit for. Even the humor I thought was much better balanced than it is in a lot of other MCU movies. That's something that's consistently a problem with me uh, with a lot of these movies. I mean, it it depends on the film. I mean, it definitely varies, but in particular, a lot of the more recent ones, I think that they just emphasize the comedy too much. I know that there's the push to make these four quadrant movies, and I get that, but a lot of it just it's just dumb and it's not funny and it takes away from moments that could be sincere and affecting, and they just undercut them with stupid jokes. In this, there's a few things like that, but for the most part, by and large, they do a really good job of conveying the severity of these moments and like making these people's relationships feel feel natural and make the humor humor feel more organic and rather than it's just like there because okay, it's been X amount of pages in the screenplay without a joke. I think that the balance of that was much better too. So overall, I I actually really found myself enjoying this movie. I know that's an unpopular opinion, but you know what? sue me. Uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. So yeah. Um, before I get out of here, I do want to get into spoilers though. So this is your chance to jump ship. If you, uh, if you haven't seen the film, all right, the post-credit scenes. Whoa. Uh, I had, well, for one, I kind of knew the, the Harry Styles, Star Fox thing going into it because I knew that there was something big in one of the post-credit scenes. Well, I guess technically both. And I was hearing like new character, new character. I'm like, okay. So I am just theorizing like crazy about who it's going to be. And then I realized or like there was a situation where the friend that I was going to go to see this with couldn't go on the day that we had planned. So we had to move it uh, back a couple days. And so I was like, okay. I'm just going to build this in my, up in my head too much that I'm probably going to be disappointed by whatever it actually is. So I'm just going to look it up and just, I just want to see. So I don't like kill myself with anticipation. And I'm glad I did because I definitely would have been disappointed. I mean, my brain was going in a million different directions and they were all much more recognizable, more popular characters than this. But it was still pretty cool to see this. And I think it sets up some interesting possibilities for the future. But I don't really have much to say about it because I don't know the character very well. And yeah, I, it's just, you know, we'll see where it goes. And then the the second post credit scene, though, man, that one, that one's got me excited. All the stuff towards the end there, which was a little bit abrupt. But um, all that stuff with like Kit Harrington's character, um, Dane, being like 
he, he's having a secret too. And uh, there's some something to his family lineage and all that stuff. And I'm like, who is this guy? And as the credits are rolling, I'm, I'm looking up uh, stuff about him and figure out, oh, okay, so he's the Black Knight in the comics. That's really interesting. And then uh, we see this this final credit scene, and he's going to pick up this blade, which from doing some research, uh, I can tell you it's the ebony blade which is like forged by merlin and like sir percy or something and i don't know but uh i guess that's what gives him the powers of the black knight and then you hear a voice and i'm like all right i gotta figure out who this voice is i look it up it's blade are you kidding me it's mahershal ali as blade dude get out of my way i need to see that movie i have been so excited for the next blade movie um since they announced that Mahershala Ali was cast, I really, oh man, just, I want some more news on that. I want a director. I want a release date. I, I want some concept art. Man, please, anything, throw me a bone because, oh, that is so awesome. Actually, isn't Disney Plus Day coming up soon? I bet they're going to drop something then. Oh, man, that would be awesome. But, yeah, this seems to be, like, some some pretty good positive steps forward and oh hell yeah dude i can't wait to see blade and i can't wait to see this black knight character he's probably gonna look badass and kit harrington seems like a perfect choice uh so yeah that that second one man that really really uh got me excited i am very curious to see where all this goes all right i am going to for four for four that's not a word i'm going to forego the usual conclusion, um, we're just going to skip rifles tonight. It's really late, and it's daylight savings time, so my body thinks that it's an hour later even than it is, and I have school tomorrow. So this has already been running long, but I think this is a really great episode, actually. I am really glad that this turned out as well as it did, and I'm really glad that I like this movie because I was getting a little bit nervous. Uh, but yeah, let me know what you thought. I would be really curious. I think this one's going to be pretty divisive for a while. But uh, yeah, thank you as always for listening. That is very important to me, and I really appreciate it. And until next time, uh, stay awesome. Peace.